Yo. And Gabe. Remember to vote for Pedro. Oh my god. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> as you guys may or may not be able to tell, this week is our uh, Halloween episode, so we all dressed up as our favorite, or rather not our favorite, we all dressed up for Halloween, and it's going to be really annoying me adjusting this. Uh, but it's so great to see you guys. I think you're all super adorable, Koopo, because I'm a miracle. Anyway, we yes. have a lot of things to discuss with the news that went on this week, and as and we're going to talk a little bit about what we're doing for Halloween. So first things first, how are you, how are you guys doing? Good. I'm doing pretty good. This has been a pretty good day, all in all, honestly. That's good to hear. How 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 you doing, Napoleon? Um. Well, earlier at lunch, someone decided to uh take my tots, so not, <laughs> oh not too gosh. good, but at least I still got Tina the llama out back. Honestly, I appreciate your commitment, Gabe. Won't lie. I don't know who this Gabe is you keep talking about. Oh, but, sorry. Whatever. I appreciate your commitment, Napoleon. Thanks. Anywho, so speaking of what we've been playing, I want to talk a little bit about what Kelly and uh, Gabe and I have been playing recently, oh, yeah. which is uh, Call of Duty uh, Warzone. But we played I just, the... Mm-hmm. I just want to say really quick, you didn't let Kelly say how her day was, and I don't I don't appreciate that. Oh, I'm sorry, Kelly. How was your day? It was okay. Okay, <laughs> Anyway, I thought she said it was good. Did you not? I said good, yes. Oh, see? I heard her. You didn't hear... Whatever. I have hair in my ear. I can't hear. Anyway, (laughs) uh, so we played Call of Duty Warzone, and um, thanks to Kelly, because if it weren't for her, we wouldn't have done it. So thank you, Kelly. And it was a ton of fun. Super fucking scary, though. Which one did we play? We did a lot of plunder, which now they have quads, so we're going to have to get Brandon in on this. The plunder quads for the haunting of Verdansk, uh, yeah, mm. playlist now. And we did some zombie royale, but that wasn't as fun as collecting all of that money in plunder. Oh my which gosh, was that was great. Awesome. That was so much fun. It I actually made another time. one of my friends play with me yesterday. And <laughs> it was, it was great. like your stream, right? Yeah, I streamed it. Yeah, so, so like we can just go back and watch it, yeah? Yeah, we should. Alright, so yeah, anyone who Ooh. didn't get to watch, you should totally watch me and Gabe be super pussies while Kelly just runs through and just is like cool as fuck the entire time. Legit though, like, <laughs> Gabe was killing it with all those kills. Yo, I couldn't was. kill for anything. He was. But we he were getting was. all that money. It we was were, so much fun. I think top five almost every time. Yeah. Uh, and we yeah, were in sure. first uh, a few times, so you should definitely check it out. It was a lot of fun. Uh, and also check out Kelly's streams, of course, and Gabe's um, YouTube, and Brandon's streams for HP Critical as well, obviously. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about before we move on to the news for the week? Yeah, when you watch your stream, make sure you have the volume turned down a little oh, bit. yeah, we do scream Because quite a bit. we are <laughs> streaming the entire time. There are jump scares. When you open the boxes now, so, like, be careful of that. Yeah, yeah, they're jump scares, and, um, I got one, and I screamed, and I felt really bad, because I screamed in their ears, but then Gabe, (laughs) literally Gabe didn't get one the entire game until, like, the last match. And then he just yelled like a fucking baby, and it was great. Because he was, was scary. to even open them. He was, he was not, like, I'm not even going to open it. money, because he oh. was being a pussy. I have no excuse for it. I was just scared. That's all it was. I'm terrified. Oh, wow. And that's okay. And that's okay. 
Thank you, Brandon. That's okay. So before we get to the uh, console casters portion of our uh, of our podcast, I do want to talk about the current news, which is that I'm sure we all saw Cyberpunk 2077 has been delayed again until December 12th or 17th. What's the date? Anybody know? Doesn't matter. December it's been 10th. delayed into. Oh, I was wrong the whole time. It's been delayed <laughs> until December 10th. So that is, I think we said last time when we were talking about it, it's a seven month delay, and now um, uh, that's what a nine month delay. I think this game just keeps getting pushed back, and I wanted to bring it up because I know that we talked about what would happen if it were pushed back <laughs> again. Specifically, I was like, they can't push it back anymore, and they totally did. And not only did they have to push it back, but apparently, according to Eurogamer.net, they've been threatened with death threats because of the progress of this title. And of course, there are the memes that are saying that the game isn't going to come out until 2077, 2077 literally the year yeah. 2077. <laughs> um, so, since we talked about crunch and what crunch means for them and all that stuff about the game, how do you guys feel about it being delayed again and a, a whole month? And I, I and actually, before you go, sorry, Gabe did mention to me why it was delayed. Do you want to bring up why it was delayed really quick? Yeah, uh, one of the reasons they said it was delayed was because they wanted, um, they wanted to be able to release everything at once, meaning they wanted their, um, drug, you gotta stop. Keep <laughs> 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 talking, Gabe. Focus. They, uh, I can't, um, they gotta, they, yeah, they wanna talk. have their day zero patches ready to go, like, cause, um, because originally it was supposed to come out November 10th, right? Yes. Yeah, so it was gonna come out November 10th, but console. the PS5 came out two days after that, so they weren't going to be able to use, they weren't, they weren't going to be able to patch all versions of the game at the same time, so that was one of the reasonings, they want to be able to patch their day zero for PS, for current gen, next gen, and for um, PC. Alright, so how are we feeling about this delay again? I um, think, I was just going to say that, like, I think for them to, like, first off, like, uh, games getting delayed is nothing new. Obviously that happens, like, we talked about the last time we discussed this, like the delay that they had this time was like really close. And we, in our last podcast, we said the only time they delay when it's that close is because they encountered like some game breaking bug or something like that. In Gabe's case, he's saying that the reason for this delay is because they're trying to optimize all the versions at the same time, which this is kind of, we really don't get many games that really think about that too much. Cause even if a new next gen version does come out, usually like, because with Cyberpunk, like, that game was supposed to come out, like, in the middle of this year, right? Yeah. Like, that was, that April, was the original yeah. thing? Yeah. So because of that delay, it made, like, a chain reaction of it unwi- uh, un- uh, them unwillingly, uh, wittingly, uh, making it a new, now, next-gen title. So, like, well, now that it's coming this close to next-gen, we better make sure it works for it. So, like, it's a cha- it's just been a chain of events that just kind of led up into the situation which we've never really seen before. And at this point... It's crazy that they had to do another delay after the last delay, which was, like, so close to release. But, like, I guess we've never really been in this situation before. So, okay. it's, a, it's, a, it's a, It sucks, but, I, I mean, this point better be good, man. <laughs> like, this, 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 <laughs> like, it better be good, Koopa. Like, that many months delay, and Not now it. it's making sure that it's optimized for all the consoles. Yeah, I, 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 hope, I hope all of it works out in the end. I really do. Well... I think that people are just, you know, at this point tired of seeing the same game delayed over and over. 
Especially mm-hmm. after, um, after the hubbaloo, hubbaloo, whatever, of the, um, crunch situation. Yeah. It was right. just like, oh, we gotta crunch so that we can finish and make this date. Just kidding! <laughs> we, we crunched and we're still not making it. But, you know, I'm all for people getting paid, so hopefully, you know, we still gotta check in to see, to make sure that the devs are getting paid what they're supposed to, um, I mean, I, at this point, I don't even care. I'm, I, like, I'm just gonna get it whenever it comes out because I pre-ordered it, and you know, I'm hoping, like you said, that the game is good, and we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I know people are tired about the delays and stuff, but I don't. I've never understood what the point of sending death threats to somebody because yeah, of something like so that. Yeah, that's so overboard. Um, but then that also makes me wonder about they had that big crunch thing earlier this year. Like, I don't want to be mean when I say it, but like. Since it wasn't uh, loosely based off what they said, since it wasn't exactly like a mandatory crunch, it makes me wonder if having optional crunches actually does anything for your game because it kind of looks like it doesn't. But yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. Like, you did an optional crunch; it didn't work. Maybe they, maybe optional crunches don't work. Now you have to have mandatory crunches to get it done. But I mean, we don't know. Obviously, what's going on. Yeah. But, but yeah. Right? Yeah, but it makes it makes you wonder, like, yeah, what happened during that crunch? <clears throat> you right there, Pedro? <coughs> I don't think it's Pedro. Just on the top. On the, top. <laughs> the implications of what that could mean, I won't go into. Uh, Kelly, did you want to add in? I am a on kids this, movie or... man. I what? You choked on a tot? Tater tots are like lunch, whatever. Anyway, Kelly, did you want to add in on this? Um, yeah, I mean, death threats. There's really no reason for it, but sure. I just don't know, like. Like, who's making these decisions? Like, if you're going to delay a game, why didn't they just delay it until December? Like, what do they need a few more weeks for? Like, what is it really getting accomplished? I think that they should have just maybe thought a little bit more last time they delayed it. And if it, they said December, people would have been fine. Yeah. But now they said November, and now they're saying December. So is it going to be January? Like, now I'm not convinced it's coming out in December at all. <laughs> yeah. And the crisis- I just... Uh-huh. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I figured that, like I said, they should have just said December. Maybe they should have just given themselves a little bit more time than they really needed. Mm-hmm. I'd rather overestimate how much time I need because if it's still around Christmas, you're still going to get the sales. I, yeah. I, and I, no, you, I, yeah, I mean, and it's not like it's going to be on sale because, you know, we never get branded games on sale. So, like, I think yeah, they probably just wanted to capitalize on, at that point, you know, the last, the last bit of current gen and the new version of next or, or well, the beginning yeah. of next gen and um i forgot what i was gonna say so i'm gonna move on with that one i just hope that you know everything goes well for them please don't send people that that's so stupid like that. i can it. imagine or- working on this game for seven years and then just someone telling me to go kill myself or that they're gonna go kill me because they're mad that it hasn't come out yet when i'm trying my hardest to make it good enough so that when it does come out it's worth the wait um you know that's trash i just but- Mm-hmm. It's funny that people will make death threats over like a video game, but like they won't make death threats over stuff that really matters, that, you know? Exactly. Like we have like bigger stuff going exactly. on right now. I mean, there's like COVID. No one's getting death threats over that. Right? <laughs> like we're That's like something that's actually movies. causing deaths. But exactly. I, but no, my video game's not out, so this is the last straw, sir. Yep. That's I don't I don't know. I got the thing I was going to say, I remember now, is that it was because they had, uh, someone had tweeted them and said that they wanted to make sure they can, that the game's coming out so they can request a day off. 
And then they said yes, and literally the next day they were like, "Just kidding, it's not coming out for another month." And I, I yeah, I, that, that was that was hilarious. That's but, why. Everyone but was but like, to follow wow. up on that, like I, I did check the Twitter of that guy who you're referring to, and his boss was nice enough to to, to um give him those days back when he showed him the tweet storm that happened like immediately. <laughs> oh, nice. Like he like story. he submitted his Twitter, and his boss was like, "All right, you can have it back." <laughs> Um, yeah, and, and, you know, people have to remember that you know, that might have been, you know, someone who's in charge of the, the, the social media marketing and the Twitter who said yes and then found out later on that the answer was actually no because they weren't privy to, you know, internal conversations or whatever. You know, sometimes I say something and then I look at HP Critical's Twitter and then something else goes out and I'm like, what? Who did that? So, you know, things happen. <laughs> <laughs> Gabe and, and, and Brandon are very quiet because it was probably one of them. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so speaking of game delays, um, both Far Cry 6 and Rainbow Six Quarantine have been delayed. Uh, how, how, were any of you looking forward to any of those games? And do you even care at this point about game delays? Um, how you feeling? I haven't cared about game delays in a long time because personally for me, uh, I mean, it's a game I'm looking forward to. Of course, I'm gonna be like, it's gonna sting a little. But the thing is, with I have so many games in my backlog already mm-hmm. that at the point, like anything can get delayed, and I'll be like, you know what? That's fine. Take your time. Make sure it's good. If that's what you, if that's what you need to delay for, because more often than not, delays help the game be better. So like, just give it, let it, let it do its thing. I'll play something else in the meantime. Yeah. So that's my that's me on delays. Well, uh, and just so you guys are aware, Far Cry 6 initially had a February 18th, 2021 release date, <clears throat> and it's been pushed back beyond Q1, which puts the launch window anywhere between April 2021 all the way to March 2022. And Rainbow Six Quarantine has been shifted around, slated for a similar window and far as uh, Far Cry 6, and that is from GameInformer.com, written by Liana Rupert. That's where we're getting that information from. So um, anybody else want to weigh in on this delay? I mean, they're kind of expected by now, with everything that's been going on in the world. Yeah, like, yeah especially. People should be prepared for it at this point, yeah. like delays for anything. Yeah. yeah but I'm okay with it, because... Yeah. What? No, delays are just expected at this yeah. point. I mean, COVID like, just kind of threw a wrench in a lot of things, not just video games, but that was just one thing that was affected, so it's not yeah, really surprising. Sure. But the games I like care about aren't coming out for like another 5, 10 years, so I don't... Rip. It just kind of helps whenever it's 2021 because you don't think of it as like soon. Yeah. You know, it mm-hmm. feels like if it's delayed from like February to April of 2021, I don't care. That's next year. Like, I'm not even thinking about that yet, you know? Right. I'm focusing on 2020. There's plenty yes. of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. But like, if it was like now and getting delayed until 2021, it would be like, that's a lot. But it's not really, it doesn't feel. Like it's right now, but I would be I would be interested in some of those games actually. Yeah, I, I'm interested in Far Cry Six just to see how it does based on the content of the game, based on you know the controversy around having Giancarlo Esposito as you know playing a Hispanic character and he's not Hispanic. That whole thing, especially with the the content of what Far Cry Six is going to be, I'm actually very interested to see how Ubisoft does that because a lot of times. They uh, attempt to work on really heavy projects with really heavy storylines, and then it comes out like a joke um, a lot of the time, so I'm really interested to see how that works out. Um, but anybody else have anything on that before I segue? Because I got a good one. 
Dang it. Oh, no, go segue away. It's too late. I forgot it. Anyway, uh, oh, I remember, I remember, I remember. Oh, go, go, so, go, go, go. Uh, speaking of game delays, I think that Nintendo does a really great job uh, with their directs at the way that they announce games, because recently they literally announce a game and it comes out sometimes less than a month after its announcement. Um, yeah. I mean, like, the longest yeah. has been two months um, since its announcement. You know, we got Hyrule Warriors announced, what, last month, was it? Or the month before? Yes. That sounds right. Yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> and it's coming out on the 20th of November, right? The 22nd of November? No, 20th. Yes. Oh, okay, I was right the first time. So, <laughs> sorry, my cat just jumped on my live screen. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> anyway. Oh my God. Uh, so, uh, uh, huh? I said HP critical moments. <laughs> I really like that Nintendo does that. I mean, even Bravely, Bravely Default 2, we had a supposed release date of this year. We finally got one for February 22nd, I think, of 2020 to 2021. So it's not that far off. So Nintendo does a really great job at holding off on announcing things before, uh, until rather they're ready. And that's why we, I don't think we've had really too many issues on delays with Nintendo. But speaking of Nintendo, they just did a mini, a direct mini showcase, which Brandon, please, as the Nintendo expert, I forgot what your nickname is again. Nintendo enthusiast. Ah, Nintendo <laughs> enthusiast. Please tell us all about what happened on the uh, direct, so we can give some impressions. Absolutely. So yes, this was Nintendo's final uh, partner showcase, Nintendo Direct Mini Partner Showcase. It's their last one that they're doing for the year. They were doing like a bunch of these. I think this is their fourth one. That they have done like within the last few months. It was like a monthly thing. But anyway, for the final one, again, focusing mostly on third-party titles coming from Nintendo. They let off a Bravely Default 2, as Jarrell pointed out. This game was scheduled for 2020. But because of like the feedback that they had gotten from the demo they released in March and, you know, COVID. And just all the little improvements they wanted to make the game. They made the decision to push it back to February 2021, which is not a huge delay. Oh, can I say something really quick? Sure, go right for it. That's another thing that I really like about Nintendo. Like, we don't know why Cyberpunk keeps getting delayed. Like, we aren't aware of what's happening. But with mm -hmm. Bravely Second, they literally put out the demo. Uh, they they asked for feedback, and they addressed all the feedback. And some of it was actually some of the things I was um, complaining about, which was really Dang. cool to see. Uh, I know, when I, when I watched it, I was like, oh my god, we were talking about this. Quick, 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 real, real quick aside. Did you watch that feedback video yet? I finally did, yes. I okay, yes. Did. Yeah, yeah. I was I was so happy watching that video because, like, literally two of the things I put in there was, like, one of the front side of things. Like, yes, they're fixing that. I'm exactly. Like, and I think it's really cool that they're very transparent about why they're doing this delay, right? So they did say uh, 2020 was the year that it was coming out. But then they're like, hey, mm -hmm. so these are the things we changed. This is what we fixed. We listen to you. This is what's coming out. Um, um, this is what we're working on, and that's why it's coming out later. As opposed to, um, hey, this game is delayed because we need to work on it. And that's it. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I think that makes a difference. But sorry, continue. I agree. No, absolutely. So yeah, that's pretty much uh, Bravely Default 2. And then uh, after that, we announced was Story of Seasons. Um, that's a spinoff of Harvest Moon, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And it's funny because Story of Seasons, the release date of that, is coming on the same day as Rune Factory 5, which is also a Harvest Moon spinoff. Oh. So I'm like, what What are you guys doing there? <laughs> but anyways, moving right along. Then there's this game called Surviving the Aftermath. Then they showed off the Switch port of Immortals Phoenix Rising. I gotta be honest, like, for Immortals Phoenix Rising, if I get that game, probably not gonna be on Switch. I was looking at that gameplay. Same. Glad that it runs on so Switch. so bad but I was on like, Switch. 
Yeah, I was looking at that. Mm, yeah, I'd probably get that on other platforms. I decided to get that. That's yeah. uh, That one was looking too hot. But anyways, moving along. Then they did kind of like a mini sizzle reel kind of thing. They, Bakugan got announced. Well, not announced, but it was like shown more. Griffland and then Tropical 6. And then, surprisingly enough, they talked about two cloud version games that are coming to Switch, which is crazy because they've done cloud version games on Switch with RE7, I think, was the first one. But that was only in Japan. So they're bringing Hitman 3 as well as Control over um, as part of as cloud games. And how those games work is I was looking at them in the eShop. Basically, you can download the game for free. And then basically you do like, a, I think it's like the 5 to 10 minute uh, test to make sure your internet connection can actually run the game effectively. And then after that test, you're sent to a different page where you can fully purchase the game. And like, I think that's a smart thing to do because I, can you imagine the fallout if someone like spent $60 on a game, but their NA was so shit that they couldn't run the game and then you just wasted 60 bucks. And you can run the game. It's just like, if you play online, but like this, this is like the entire game could just run bad if your internet's just not good. So you get that little, you get that little test there. So, it's interesting to see if the, if these uh, games work out on Switch. Like, I guess if you really do have a good connection, then you're pretty much getting comparable to the console experience on Switch. If you, again, if so you can I run that. I have a that. question, yeah. Brandon. What's up? Because I was actually going to ask you how the cloud saves work. So, like, um, uh, so that does not mean that because when I when I hear cloud saves, I cloud version, not cloud saves, but I'm sure it has cloud saves as well. So, would that essentially mean that I can pick up um, where I left off? Like, let's say on the Xbox, if I repurchased Control on the Switch, I can, um, no, I don't, I don't think, my... I don't think it works that way. This is the cloud ver. All the cloud version means is that the game itself is not natively running on your Switch. It's basically being, you're basically streaming the game, essentially, which is why Hitman and Control on Switch looks exactly like the other console versions because it's not running on the Switch hardware. You're just literally, you're, you're literally pulling an Xbox Game Pass, a PlayStation Now, or a Stadia, or whatever. On your Switch, basically, for those, uh, for those, yeah, that's all it is. And again, if your connection is good, then the game will be fine. You'll be able to play it, no problem, because they're basically single player experiences. But if it's not, then they won't. It's that simple, which is why they let you do the test beforehand to see if your, uh, if your Switch can, or your internet can run. Question. Because you are, since you play on PC a lot, because when we were playing, she was on PC. By the way, we we're doing crossplay. How do you feel about um, cloud saves? Uh, or sorry, cloud versions of games on consoles. Like, how do you feel hearing about that? Does that concern you at all with like having to play an entire game like Control on the Switch from the cloud? Or you're just like, um, it's cool. Uh, it would be cool with me as long as I feel like my internet's not that good, and especially if I'm trying to pull the game from a cloud and also stream it. Mm. I feel like that might be more taxing. I don't mind to stream it directly because I could probably do that because my download is pretty good. But trying to download it and then also re-upload it to stream might be a little bit difficult. Um, but I don't really have a problem with it. I mean, I'd rather not download them if I could because of storage space. Yeah, because the Switch has none. Um, Gabe, yeah, how do you bro. feel about cloud games on Switch? I don't like that little swipe you just took it. Save, but um, there's. Well, I'm sorry. Hold on. The Switch has 32 gigabytes of uh storage. Does it not? Like out of the box? Am I wrong or am I right? Anyway, as 32 I was saying, gigabytes. Exactly. Um, that is tra- that okay, is a game. Easy to upgrade. 
upgrade that? Yeah, you act like buying the 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 micro SD is like buying the Xbox extra thing that's like yeah. a whole other system. It's okay. not. It's like two bucks. But if your entire game it ain't no two bucks. It's not two bucks. If your entire for five. Okay, but if your entire gimmick is handheld. I would hope that you came with more than 32 gigabytes in total. But they're trying to keep it at that $300 price point, maybe. I mean, that is something else. And also, also, a lot of their games aren't that big. Then your first-party titles like Smash require how much? Like, I think it's Smash, but, like, the rest of their games aren't that big. Bruh, don't make me pull my stuff out right now and see how big these games are. If one of their games... if Smash is that big, then that would be kind of a problem. It's like half of the internal storage. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. That's crazy. Why? Exactly. I understand why Drell's upset now. You can't <laughs> sell me a system for $300, and then one game is half the storage of that system. And then and then tell me, I, if I want more, I have to go purchase a separate um, you know, memory card. And yeah, I, I mean, they can make it even like 320 or 350 and, like, they could add so much more memory for that little bit of extra money. Not to mention that the Xbox Series S is how much? The same price as the Switch. And how much storage does that have on it? I don't remember, but it's more than 32 damn gigabytes. It's 500 gigs, right? They, I think, I think it's, 500. it's 500. Yes. Which well, is way more than 32. Which is why so, it should, the Switch should have more. So but it's not a handheld console. About, we want to talk about the storage. Smash Bros, yeah, I'll give it that one. That's the biggest exactly. one. That's 16 gigabytes. But the rest of their first-party title games... Hold on, hold on. The rest of their first-party title games, Animal Crossing, 6.9. Super Mario 3D All-Stars, 4.8. Um, where, where is Fine. it? Fine. Super Mario Maker 2, 3.1. Before you continue, Gabe, I just want to point out, Nintendo, like, the, most of Nintendo games are at a lower giga rate, gigabyte rate if you download them, because Nintendo knows how to properly compress their stuff and their hardware, whereas third-party developers, they, they don't know the Switch as Nintendo yeah. does, so they have these big-ass downloads to their Switch that, like, like if any one third-party game, if you're downloading that, like, digitally, it's gonna that's it. You, need, you, need, of, a, you yeah. need an SD card. It's, like, required. In fact... The third-party games on, like, the boxes themselves will say, may require additional download, uh, SD card recommended, whatever, something like that. But, like, why does my phone come with, like, a minimum More of 64 so- gigs yes, now? Exactly. Right. Like, that's, like, the minimum. Exactly. All right, like, but also, 64 is, like, a lot more expensive. Fine. True. The phone is more but expensive. But it's tiny. I mean, and, but it is tiny. And it's portable, which is why I'm just like, look, 32 to me is not enough. If they do a Switch Pro or something, and and they're competing now, even though Nintendo tries to stay out of this space, they're literally competing with Xbox Series S now, especially because yeah. they're at the same price point, and it's mm-hmm. next-gen. So if you release a Switch Pro, that's going to be your next-gen thing to go, oh, Koopa, if it's going to be your next-gen thing to go along with, you know, the rest of the next-gen stuff, you're going to have an upgraded model. You can't come in with 32 gigabytes at $300 when well, the X has 500 At least give the option. At least give the option for more. Yeah. Which I guess you can buy it on your own. But, I mean, if they had a different price point with, like, more memory, that would be a selling point. And the Nintendo ones cost even more! For no reason! And Nintendo, the specific SD, micro SD cards oh. from Nintendo literally cost way more than any I other one. Those. I'm, I don't. I'm just saying, like, if you're gonna, whatever. That, make your point. That's not a good arguing point if you, if you don't use them. But, but that's, the point I'm trying to make is if Nintendo, if you go through directly Nintendo, like, the entire time, like, if a parent goes in and doesn't know what to buy for more storage, and they see the Nintendo branded micro SD card that says, you know, works for a Nintendo Switch, they're gonna spend 35 bucks instead of spending half that on Amazon. 
And now that's their problem. That is true. That is true. <laughs> it is their problem. That's true. Um, Gabe, make your point. I want to move on. I don't want to talk about this anymore. I'm getting upset. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Did you? I we were talking. You were. Uh, did you, oh, dude, yeah. we started arguing. I forgot what my point. All right, was. great. So, Brandon, finish telling us about the 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 direct, please. The direct, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. So the next announcement there was uh, <clears throat> not only did they show a more <laughs> gameplay of No More Heroes three, like actual gameplay, because we've been kind of getting pretty light on gameplay for No More Heroes three lately. Mm-hmm. Um, they showed it. It's coming out in February, by the way, twenty twenty one. Um. But they also first off, hold on before I say this. The one of the taglines for the trailer for No More Heroes Three was the Galaxy versus the Hood, and yeah, I, I laughed out loud reading that. I was like, "What?" I was actually the- really embarrassed, oh <laughs> like secondhand embarrassment when I read that. That hilarious thing I've ever read in a game, like the Galaxy great. versus the Hood. I'm like, "This is great." Yeah, I was like, oh "But my God, anyways, this. after that, after that, after that trailer." Um, then uh, they sh- they revealed uh, with Travis Touchdown's own voice was saying, "No more heroes one and two are coming to Switch ported, and they're out now." Like in that same direct, they got both these games ported for Switch like within the same day. The people were asking for this for months, and they just like just dropped it like suddenly. Right? And I'm seeing online that people are saying that the ports are actually really good. And like they were FPS, they came they in at twenty percent off too. Yeah. You can get them for like seventeen bucks instead of the twenty when the whenever the sale's done. So you get both games and they're like sixty FPS, HD, and they have both pro controller and motion controller support if you want to play like how it was in the Wii. That's crazy that they have been working on that. Hold on, they just shadow dropped it and it's on sale now. So like if you've never played the No More Hero games, like this is your chance. I'm gonna be playing it now because I wanted to for a long time but never really had the opportunity. And I know Grayson has been like yelling at me for like the efforts, like play it. So Rodrigo yeah. is like huge on. Rodrigo loves him too. Yeah, he he most certainly does. He's excited about that. But yeah, also, that was no. Immortals up? Phoenix Rising is thirteen megabytes on your Switch, just in case. You should probably play it somewhere else because it uh, looks better and it will not take up almost half of you your storage. Desperately to play that game, and will play that somewhere else. And this is coming from a Switch fan. But yeah, <laughs> but moving on. Uh, then after that. They showed this game called Part-Time UFO, which I want to point out, this game apparently has been out on mobile for two years, and I had no idea. I thought this was a, I did ask that this was a new game. But no, HAL Laboratory just made this game, and it looks just like the UFO enemy from, like, Kirby's Adventure, which is intentional because HAL Laboratories. And, like, the whole game is like a puzzle game where you're just, like, stacking different things. You can either stack cheerleaders on top of each other to make, like, a, a pattern. If a farmer drops all his stuff off his truck, you can stack it back on the truck. There's, like, so many different, like, puzzles you can solve and whatnot. And, of course, it's how laboratory games, so Kirby cameos are there. You can, like, stack little, like, Kirby dolls showing, like, a crane game. It's very cute. I downloaded it instantly because I, I jived with it a lot. But the last announcement that was on the Direct, um, which I get, this is the most loosest of, like, third party, but I guess Koei Tecmo is making the game. But, yeah, they showed off a little more of uh, Age, Hyrule Warriors, Age's Calamity, showing off the Divine Beasts are playable, which is nuts to me. And uh, then they just said, hey, demo's out now. Go get download it. And, yeah, that demo was crazy. Um, if I could talk about it for literally two minutes, because I, I tried it yesterday when it came out. That demo's so good. It builds on what... what it, Don't it spoil takes, me. I won't spoil I won't go into detail. Okay. I'll, I'll, talk, I'll talk just gameplay. If I, if I have to get, compare it, it takes what was good about Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition and what was good about Breath of the Wild 
it kind of puts them together while making something in a way kind of new. It, it builds like really good uh, combo based gameplay. Like you definitely have to think about it a lot more than you have to do your typical Warriors game. It's not like Hyrule Warriors is the definitive edition is a really good game, but aside from where your characters go, once you actually are fighting, it's pretty much hack and slash. This game though, you have to really think about where the uh, what what kind of moves you're using. Every character feels even more distinct than they did in like the first Hyrule Warriors game. It's really good. That's all I can really say without spoilers. But yeah, it's a it was a it was a demo. My only complaint about it was was that Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition and its previous versions on Switch and 3DS gave you the option on the menu if you could either play Warrior style or Zelda style. Um, Warrior style, of course, the controls are just like any other Warriors game. With Zelda style, it's more tuned to Legend of Zelda players. But they don't have that option in uh, Age of Calamity. They don't have the Zelda style. So you're pretty much playing with the Warriors controls. So if you're not familiar with the, if you're more familiar with Definitive Edition, this game might take you uh, like a few minutes to get used to, which definitely did for me. I took, I was pressing the wrong button for like five minutes. But once I figured it out, I was fine. So, so it's not that much of an adjustment. I haven't played the demo yet because I don't want to be spoiled. Yeah, you're not allowed to play the demo until you finish Breath of the Wild. I literally... I'm not even... Mm-hmm. I'm not even saying that to be mean. It's just generally as like the way the demo starts, and I'm guessing the way the game's gonna start is forget a uh, configuration menu or a start menu. You just yeah, it goes press, right into it. Press start, and it shoots you into a cutscene, and the cutscene is part of Breath of the Wild. Oh no! Yeah, so like yes, you, if you haven't played Breath of the Wild and gotten like far into the game, the very beginning of Age of Calamity is gonna be like, haha. Spoilers! Uh-huh. I have no warning. But everyone's mm-hmm. dead now. Right into it. So right into it. I want to see them alive. But, but that's another thing, though. That for me, at least, the way the demo's been so far, it does a really good job of making you forget everyone's dead. <laughs> like, I started... <laughs> like, <laughs> I, know, like, I, know, I know that sounds funny, but it's, he's right. Yeah, like, I started playing the game, I'm like, man, I can't wait to see everybody in, in Breath of the Wild 2, and I was like, wait a damn minute. Most of these guys are dead. Rip. But... Oh yeah, I should also mention that demo has like a actually for a demo has like three like a few side quests you can do as well. Like you're doing the first whole story missions plus a bunch of side quests. Like what all this demo is, it's not like a tailor made demo thing like cherry picking levels. You're literally just playing the beginning of the game up to yeah. a certain. They said you're playing they, the first chapter. First two chapters. They say they keep uh, saying first chapter. Yeah, they keep saying first chapter, but it's two. But it's two. I'm like, what? <laughs> like I thought the demo. All right, that was a good first chapter. That was a good demo. Wait, it's going still? Yeah, and then yeah, it's just it's just literally just the beginning of the game they just gave you. It's like that. Oh, that's it. It's the awesome. Only, the only other thing I'll say about the uh, Nintendo Direct Mini is that Bravely Default Two is fourteen megabytes out of your thirty-two that are given on there, and the only way you can play that game is by downloading all fourteen because it's only on Switch. So I'm back to complaining about the tiny switch. The switch has been out yes, for sorry, three years now. I was Nintendo like, knows you like, bought a memory stick. I'm sorry, I meant 14 gigabytes. Cooper, leave me alone. What did you say, Gabe? I said the N- Nintendo Switch has been out for three years now. Nintendo knows you have another uh, a micro SD. I don't. In there. I've literally just have to delete everything. I have to re-download Smash all the time. Well, see, maybe for today's uh, podcast, you should have worn a clown outfit because. It's been three years. Come on, <laughs> oh my God. Come on Jarrell. It's like it's like it's like it's like Mog from Moggy from Remake. 
Okay, well, anyway. With the golden gonna... sauce, just the golden sauce music just playing. Da, na, 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 na. I'm literally gonna just hop off a Nintendo because I see him being attacked right now. I'm gonna move on. Honestly, listening to you guys talk about Nintendo stuff, it's just so funny. The games that you play versus the games that I play. play. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. playing Outlast right now. Yes. There's, like, headless bodies hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> and you're, like, talking about, oh, Breath of the Wild. And I'm like, I mean, there's just corpses everywhere in the game I'm playing. But, okay, I can't relate. It's such a great podcast. We have such different, like, tastes, like, on this play. We can, like, literally talk about literally anything. It's so funny because uh, I literally hated Breath of the Wild when I first played it. Um, I love it now, but when I first played it, I was like, what is this ugly ass shit? Um, so I, I kind of understand where you're coming from. Yeah, no, I was a big hater. Uh, but now I'm in the- Oh, I remember. I remember those days. It's so wonderful. That I'm was so glad I didn't know calamity. you during those days. <laughs> oh my gosh. That shit was so bad, and now the I- Calamity Terrell was the ravaging Hyrule during those days. Anyway, I'm gonna hop off a of switch now. We're gonna move on to our console caster segment. So, the- yeah. Recently, we've been seeing a lot of- um, unboxings with embargoes. So, uh, the Xbox Series X and S embargo finally lifted. So, we've been able to see a bunch of influencers and media personnel unbox their Xbox Series S and X and Kelly's <laughs> face. It's just like, no. Um, and we've also seen, uh, the PS5 out in the wild as well. We've finally seen size comparisons so we can see how huge that fucking console is. It's so it's big. It's big. It's huge. I'm so excited. And yeah, Gabe's gonna throw in that that's what she, that's what she said Joe, because he always does. I got it before you. Ha ha. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking that. <laughs> anyway, we got to see them cool, in the wild bro. and uh, we went over the la- launch lineup last episode. So this week I want to talk a little bit about games with gold for Nintendo 2020 um, and Kelly's gonna take it away here this i believe is going to be the lineup that is the first for the xbox series x and s yes it is so the gold titles for november and it'll be the first ones to come out for the x and s so it's going to be um origami shadow edition and swim sanity but they're also adding an xbox 360 title which is lego indiana jones i might oh. like have to pick that up honestly like i love the lego games so question. that'll be fun the what? that that you can still play that right because it's backwards compatible. So you can yeah, play so all I think the games. you can get on the Xbox One and yeah, because all their games that are compatible are gonna be unless do you think they're still putting out actual Xbox 360 games for the 360? <laughs> Both of those yeah. options would be crazy. So I yeah. think you can play it on your Xbox One and your Series X. Yeah. Okay. But yes, so it'll be um. And actually, they're doing an original Xbox title as well, Full Spectrum Warrior. Oh. Uh, is that so, it for Xbox? Yeah, that's it for Xbox. Uh, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and there'll be, like, Origami is going to be all month, and then Swim Sanity is, starts in November 16th, and Lego Indiana Jones is actually the shortest one. It'll be only the 16th through the 30th of November, so... But as long as we claim it, we can download delay. it forever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just claim it. I I'm always like just Game claim Pass. them all. Yeah. So I recently found out that, you know, Game Pass games rotate, which makes sense. Yeah. But I just, mm-hmm. I didn't know. So that kind of diminished my excitement for Game Pass. Um, but I mean, you know, it is what it is. It's like Netflix. Things change. Uh, so Gabe, do you want to tell us about uh, PlayStation? PlayStation? Yeah, I'll read the PlayStation ones. In November, I know I'm really excited for one of those, which Rodrigo called me out for on on uh, Twitter because he's a dick. Um, you know what? We'll start with 
the one Jarrell's excited about. Um, since November yes. is launch month for the PlayStation 5, one of the very first PlayStation Plus games available for the PS5 owners is going to be Bugsnax. I'm so excited! So, that's going to be available. I'm going to cut that out of the podcast. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm going to take that out for listening. Jarrell, you screech. Defense harshly lowered. <laughs> it's because I think Bugsnax looks so cute. It's like the most adorable title. It's like grounded for PlayStation. Like, it's so adorable. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, and what is this comparison? Because grounded is super cute. Like, I watched Kelly play it. It's a cute-ass game. Yes. Yeah, so, like, Bugsnax is a cute-ass game. Okay. Whatever. Continue. Cute um, equals buying it. Okay. Exactly. And Love I don't even gotta buy it. House. The best part is that I don't even have to buy it because it's for free because it's a part of PlayStation Plus. So instead of shelling out $70 for this cute-ass game, I get to get it for free. I don't think Bucksnacks was going to be 70 I think that was going to stay 60 Whatever. I don't got to pay for it either way. Well, I'm just saying in case you're spreading false advertisement to our listeners. You're the one who last podcast said that all the games are going to be $70 next gen. So technically, I, I said, I said a lot of games. Oh, okay. And NBA 2K21 was one of the first ones to launch, uh, to do it. You're Which right. also, sidetrack, talking about NBA 2K21, even though <laughs> I still hate the game, they are now introducing um, a WNBA, I don't remember what it's called. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so you'll really be able cool. to go into the WNBA. That's awesome. Um, the other two games for PlayStation Plus, available for PS4 and PS5 owners in November, this first one to me is a really good one. Uh, Middle Earth Shadow of War. That's cool. Really good game. Um, and Hollow Knight Void Heart Edition. Definitely will get um, that one. I've been hearing great things about Hollow Knight. I don't own it. Yes. Um, you know, this is a great set of games. I won't lie. I yeah. wanted to play Hollow Knight. I wanted to play Shadow of Mordor. And I want to play Bugsnax. Shadow of War. Whatever. I want to play No, Hollow not Knight. whatever. They're two different games. Oh, I'm so sorry. Shadow of War. That's right. Shadow of War. Yeah, Shadow Correct. of War. Which, before you play that, you might want to go on Google and look up a couple right, of things. Mind. Shadow I'm not play it anymore. Too much. Shadow of War is a good game. I no longer want to play it. it. Not it's just because I like it, that's why. He's like, I, I changed my mind. I no longer want to enjoy this game. I have until November 20th to finish Breath of the Wild. You're telling me I gotta go research before I play another game? It's just like... Literally, all you have to do is just read what happens in Shadow of Mordor. Then I might as well just read what happens in Breath of the Wild. That's not the same. Oh, now it's not the same. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I think... Knowing about your lore, Pedro, that's why get, like, educated on your lore. That's why I'm just not gonna play the game, so I don't have to. <laughs> I don't the last bite of your cupcake stuff. is the worst bite of the cupcake. I hope it tastes <laughs> bad and you regret that entire cupcake. Jokes on you. I just don't the actually... last time bite. Jokes on you. I don't actually bite into the cupcake. I only eat the icing. Haha. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think this is a pause, really great. Pause. <laughs> what? What do you do with the rest of the cupcake? That's none of your business, Gabe. <laughs> Mind your own business. I do what I want with the rest of my cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> I usually just take the top off and give it to the kids or something. I don't know. Somebody eats it. And we can't waste it. Can we move on? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes. Yeah, so I think that's a really great lunch lineup for, uh, or actually for things to play on your PS5. Like, Hollow Knight's a great one. I'm sure it's going to look great on the PS5. Shadow of War, correct? 
Yes, Shadow of War. It's also probably going to look really great on the PS5. Uh, and it's, it's you know, a game that's really well rated. So I think people have been super excited about the PlayStation um, PlayStation November titles. And the Xbox titles have been a little iffy, unfortunately. Although I, I love the Lego games. So I, I'd be down for some Lego Indiana Jones. That's what it was, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be down for some Lego Indiana Jones. On, and they still uh, have the ones for October as October, so those mm-hmm. are Slayway Camp, Made of Scare, and Octopus. That Made of Scare was supposedly, like, free dairy, so I might have to download Oh, yes, download it before it goes away. Yeah, for the end of the month. Uh, and then, of course, we do know the PS Plus collection, which, um, I mean, we talked about it before. Uh, it's Bloodborne, Days Gone, Detroit Become Human, God of War, Infamous Second Son, Ratchet and Clank, The Last Guardian, The Last of Us Remastered, Until Dawn, and Uncharted 4, which are the worldwide studios and third-party developers have Batman Arkham Knight, Battlefield 1, Call of Duty Black Ops 3, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, which I don't remember being on there, uh, Fallout 4, Final Fantasy XV Royal Edition, Monster Hunter World, Mortal Kombat X, Persona 5, and Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. So, I don't remember Crash being there either. Yeah, I like I'm just reading it from the PlayStation blog, mm-hmm. and it's there now. I don't I don't know if they recently just added it, or I guess they, they just added it. Mm-hmm. Wait, you said the Insane Trilogy? Yeah, dude, that's awesome. I've always wanted. I to know. Try this I wanted to try it. That's a that's a good ad. Yeah, yes. awesome. Cool. It's really great. Um, you know, so when we grab the PS5 on November 12th, which it's two weeks away. Two yeah, weeks away, right and right uh, the Xbox is also uh, less than two weeks away. I'm just like really hype for next gen and it's going to be really awesome to have all these games like at our fingertips day one um and don't worry we're still we're still searching for consoles we're going to grab some we'll find them i'll we'll find them eventually no never give up uh so speaking of the ps5 um we found out that as many pre-orders made in 12 hours, there were as many PS5 pre-orders made in 12 hours as the PS4 pre-orders in 12 weeks in the United States, which was a huge, huge surprise to me because the fact it that it took 12 me, yeah. weeks to 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 occur the same amount of um, pre-orders that they got in 12 hours means to, to me, and I want to know how you guys feel about it, too, but to me it seems as if... PlayStation has really secured their place as a go-to um, go-to gaming hub for gamers with this last gen, and they trust them enough to want to pre-order the PS5 in this amount. Um, and I, I think it really last last gen really paid off for them, and it's just helping them smoothly sail into next gen. Um, but how do you guys feel about that? I think it's I, bullshit that oh, oh, yeah, no, I know. I twelve but... hours they got what they got in 12 weeks for um, the PS4, and I still don't have a fucking pre-order. I think a lot of it was, like, like bots. Like just I think so, too. Available. I don't, maybe people didn't realize how much money they can make reselling PS4s whenever PS4 first came out. I don't feel, somehow I don't feel like this is real. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't feel like they've actually, like, they've sold it if they've gotten the money, yeah. But I don't feel like it's actually players getting those consoles because I've seen them on eBay, the pre-orders being resold. So clearly that's not people trusting PlayStation. That's just like, Oh, can I make a couple dollars off desperate people like Gabe and Kelly? Like, okay, I will, you know, and by a couple, she means like $1,200. I went yeah. on eBay and looked too. I, I think 
Well, first of all, y'all were just like, nah, it ain't even fans, it's bots, which is totally a valid, you know, that's a valid statement, of course, and um, obviously we'll find out in, you know, two weeks what's going to happen with that, but in this article, which is from IGN, written by our friend who has also been on the, sh- been on the show before, Wesley, so hi, Wesley! Hey, Wesley, shout out! Uh, yeah, this is his article over at IGN. <clears throat> it says that... Um, they, uh, the PS4 pre-order numbers aren't known, but we know that it surpassed 1 million pre-orders worldwide by July 2013, which is four months before the console's launch, and over 1 million PS4 PS4s were sold within the console's first 24 hours after launch. If the PS5 pre-order numbers in the first 12 hours match the first 12 weeks of the PS4 pre-orders, we wouldn't be surprised if the PS5 pre-order number is nearing or past 1 million in the U.S., which... If you have 1 million units to go during COVID that are able to be pre-ordered, uh, I think that is definitely something to celebrate because I honestly thought going into this we were going to have, and I know that people still haven't gotten pre-orders and I know the time for the pre-orders was super limited and I know they did this weird thing where some people were invited to pre-order and some people weren't. And I, I still don't even know how that worked because... I got my invite like two days after the the day that the PlayStation 5 went on sale. And I was lucky enough to um, sit in the line and grab one. But um, it is... I think it's really great that they would have that many consoles ready to go by launch date um, during, you know, a COVID year. And I do think that there were a lot of people that were definitely grabbing for this. But I also can't say that there weren't bots there, so... I think it, I think they deserve some congratulations, and so does Xbox for being able to not delay the release of their consoles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What I'll say real quick, though, regarding all of this, is like, yeah, like the like uh, Gabe and um, Kelly said, there's definitely a lot of scalpers out there for sure. That being said, uh, I think I think there are like a good amount of sales going on, like legitimate sales going on for the PlayStation Five because Sony, they've been on the. The PS3, I think, is, like, the only time where they weren't, like, killing it, like, right at the beginning because of their, like, really high price point at the very beginning and a lot of the bad marketing otherwise. But um, they caught up really well at the PS3, at PS3's end. And then with some lot of mis- missteps on Xbox One when they're, when they're selling the Xbox One, um, PS4 was, like, stayed to, like, really do well on that regard. And since then, like, I looked this up actually a few days ago. It was, like, far as, like, best-selling consoles. PS2 is still the number one selling console in history. But PS4 is actually not that far behind, which was a surprise to me. I think it's, like, on third place, like, which is crazy. I mean, it has been in market for, like, seven years now. And it's going to at least keep selling games for at least until 2021, even with the PS5 out. But yeah, I think people are really like just behind Sony, like really hardcore. And so the PS5, they did mostly, they haven't really made that many mistakes when it came to the PS4. And people noticed that. So the PS5, when that's coming out, when people are, took notice, and of course, that's where their interest lies. That's where the games that they really want lie. And like, again, I think just besides the PS3, they've just been constantly up and up. I think there may, it may not, we may see one day where they get a console that surpasses the PS2. I don't think it'll be anytime soon. Because PS2, now I think about it, was, like, out for, like, 14 years compared to the yeah. 7 of PS4. Like, the last game that came out for the PS2 was one of the FIFA games. It came, one of the last FIFA games came out on PS4, PS3, and PS2. So, I saw that, I was like, excuse me? No, I'm sorry, it wasn't, it wasn't FIFA, it was Pro Evolution Soccer, that's what it was. Pro Evolution Soccer 2014, that was the last PS2 game to ever come out. Brenda, I but, love that you have this knowledge in your head. 
I would not have been able to tell any of <laughs> that. Like, kudos. I I, I I I found this out like a few years ago from like a Scott the Waz where he did he did a video called Consoles That Refuse to Die. And he talked about the last game releases of every single console. And some of those numbers were shocking. Mm-hmm. That's the one that stuck out to me, though, because that meant the PS2 literally just lasts the entirety, the entirety of the life cycle of PS3. So I was like, oh, wow. I mean, they also have a lot of, uh, you know, uh, um, exclusives that have definitely pulled them through this gen. I, I think it was last year that... <laughs> oh. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think last year, like, half of, or more than half of the Game of the Year uh, titles uh, that were nominated were PlayStation 4 exclusives, no? I mean, God of War won 2018. That was a PS4 exclusive. Oh, was it 2018? Um, I remember that, yeah, that, was, yeah. that there was a year, I guess it was 2018, that, like, half of the list of Game of the Year titles were all just PlayStation exclusives. So That might have been... Yeah, that might have been last year. Was Sekiro a, a PS4 exclusive or no? No. It was not. Okay, okay. So that was multi-platform. But, like, you know, that... that I remember whenever that happened, I was like, yeah, that is definitely some that is something to be said about the quality of these titles. You know, people are still talking about God of War, excited for the uh, God of War 2... Or God of War Ragnarok. And, you know, Spider-Man, Miles Morales is coming up. Horizon Zero Dawn is another one. Persona 5. You know, uh, everything on their PS Plus collections list, the list goes on. You know, those those experiences are special because I experienced some of them. And I felt special. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, The Last of Us 2 was a huge thing, whether you played it or not, you heard about it, you saw it, you heard the controversy around it. That is the power of PlayStation, um, and I, I think that's going to be what Xbox is going to be working on this gen, and I mean, Kelly, you can tell me how you feel about it, but I do think that that's what Xbox is going to be working on this gen with the acquisition of all these studios, and they have their first party stuff, they're working on it, Halo's not out yet, but it's coming. Um, I'm going to ask you, Kelly, since you're our Xbox Xbox expert, how do you how do you think um, uh, Xbox is going to do this this time? Um, I, I feel like they they're really trying to acquire some more um, like exclusives because PlayStation really did have like excellent exclusives. We can agree on that. But Xbox is really trying to they're trying so hard. Like I've never seen a company try so hard. I mean, spending billions yes, just to acquire a company mm-hmm. like Zenimax, who obviously is um, the parent company of Bethesda. It's like they're so willing to buy everyone. Didn't I make a tweet? I was like, <laughs> yes. if you can't beat them, buy them. Buy them. <laughs> yes. I feel like that's what they're doing. But I feel like it is a smart move. I don't want it to be monopolized by Microsoft, obviously, which I don't think. I mean, Sony is never going to sell some of those titles. And um, obviously, Sony's huge, so they wouldn't be, hopefully, ever being bought by Microsoft. But I don't want, like, a monopoly. But at the same time, they're making, like, these power moves mm-hmm. to get some exclusives. And someone said that Bethesda doesn't sell consoles on Twitter. And I'm thinking to myself, that like, not Gabe... <laughs> yeah, Gabe, Gabe alone. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean... Bethesda sells games. People yeah. play games. Like I had a, I had a, this guy I used to work with. He only played Fallout. Yep. That was his only game that he ever played. So like, you tell me Bethesda doesn't sell consoles, and I'll be like, uh, you're lying. You know, yeah. that's not yeah. true at all. Um, but that's what people were trying to say, and I think that that was a really smart move. And whenever those like exclusives start actually coming out only to Xbox, 
we might see it kind of flipped where the Xboxes are going to sell more. Not only mm-hmm. that, but I you know? mean, the Series S is so affordable. Why wouldn't you plop the $300 down to be able to play those exclusives while you also yeah. have your PlayStation 5 and then you yeah. have your Switch? Like, this is probably one of the most affordable years for, and, and I say that knowing that, you know, we're affected by COVID, yeah. but I think this is one of the most affordable generations to jump into with mm-hmm. uh, digital versions because, yeah. you know, for under $1,000, you can have both brand new yeah. consoles, you know, and you don't have to get them at the same time, but it is definitely a purchase down the line. Like, if you grab a Series S, you can get a PS5 digital edition for 400 bucks in, a, you know, two, three years and yeah. then be able to get those exclusives hopefully for free on, you know, a PlayStation Plus collection. Well, or- yeah, and the Series mm-hmm. S... It's affordable and it's digital only, which I know the specs are a little bit lower, but it's like, um, damn, I forgot where I was going with this. That sucks. Well, anyways. <laughs> no, it was affordable, but it was like also, um, I don't know. I lost it. I lost it. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, I'll try to help you out. It is, the Series S is affordable and you won't have to pay, uh, you know, extra money. You're not going to hopefully be paying 70 bucks and, you know, you're going to save money on taxes if you even pay taxes. Um, you know, because maybe your state doesn't have taxes. I don't know. Um, or it could be Yoshi. Huh? Or it could be Yoshi who doesn't pay taxes. Oh, I remember that. I, that was so stupid. <laughs> remember. Man, I made a joke about that like literally two days ago. It's never died for me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but speaking anyway. of Xbox, if you remember, Kelly, just let me know. But speaking on okay. Xbox, the last thing I want to bring up about them is that the Halo Infinite director has also left the project after its delay. Um, Joe Staten. He, um, I'm sorry, uh, Halo Infinite project director... Chris Lee has left the project after following a delay that we'll see the next Master Chief adventure released in 2021 instead of this holiday, and that was by Matt Kim over at IGN. And he's not the first person, because uh, creative director Tim Longo left 343 in 2019, followed by lead producer Mary Olsen, and Halo veteran Joe Stanton now leads the single-player campaign development, um, and Pierre Hintz is leading the multiplayer. So it this game... Has me so scared. This is the this is the Halo that I'm gonna jump into um, Xbox on eventually when it comes out. It is already you know it was I'm sure a tough decision to be like, hey, our star game that's literally on the back of the box of our console is not coming out. But uh, having so many people leave um, and during production of this title, I just keep getting more and more afraid for what's gonna happen to Halo. Um, how you guys feel about what's happening over there? Yeah, I pretty much feel the exact same way, if I'm being perfectly honest. Like, um, you know, when that delay was announced, obviously there's a lot of people said because that was the launch title for mm-hmm. Xbox Series S and Series S. But, like, you know, a lot of people, despite them being upset, most people, I would say, were pretty understanding of it. In fact, you know, like myself, respected them for delaying it. But now that we're having like, all these, like, big uh, uh, industry shake, uh, um, you know, mix-ups going on, like, everything is getting, like... Uh, moved around as like as far as the development team and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it asks questions about what's really going on behind the scenes of development. Right? Like, it, what are like, you like, doing? Like, did you delay it because you couldn't finish it in time? You just wanted to make it better? Or is there some internal company drama going on, actually? Creative differences and that all that jazz. 
and that's the real worry because when people start butting heads because of uh, creative stuff, you know, it can hurt. It can potentially hurt the project. If the very at the very least, it'll change the project drastically for good, for better, or for worse. So we won't know until that game comes out. But the fact that this is happening, you know, when is, when is this coming out again? I'm sorry, do you guys have the date on that? I don't. I just know it's 2021. Okay, maybe they don't know for sure. Like someone can correct me if you're if I'm wrong. But like, yeah, it's. I would think if it was supposed to come out at the launch, it couldn't have been like a huge delay. But like, this could either result in it being delayed again, like we can get another cyberpunk situation, or it'll just be a situation where just again, like I was saying, won't be what it was was going to be, and hopefully that's for the better. We'll see. I mean, it was. It also could have been, you know, uh, I'm sure people's complaints about the graphics when they were expecting something for sure. That was probably a factor in delay. If we're being honest here. Mm-hmm. For sure. But of course, now we know there could be other factors. And again, we don't know. Yeah, I mean, so many people leaving. I'm just like, what, what, what's going on over there? Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a bad sign. No matter how you take that, like, multiple people leaving is a, definitely a bad sign. It might not be bad. They might just want to go work on something else. This soon development? Like, I, I think if they just really want to work on something else, I, I would just, like, you know, wait till Maybe it's like, done. You guys got unless, this. Unless, unless someone is just, like, dangling a bag in front of them, like, hey, hey, work on this now. But if it's the bag, though. Like, all right, we're out. It could be like, look, I did my part. You guys got the rest of this. Launch it. Good luck. I gotta go. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking it was more of like, our part's done already. Yeah. We're out of here. Like, I mean, I hope that's what it is. Launch this that's, shit that's, when it's done. Yeah. Good luck. Make sure, sure my part. Make sure my name's there. I'm done. I got other shit to do. I, you know, we're go, working go on next for, gen. Go back to the launch party though, because you know I'm down for exactly. that. Exactly. I'll be there for that. Y'all already put the shit on the back of the box. Just throw it out there. We're ready when we're ready. Good luck. I'm gonna go work on something with Bethesda now because I that. I actually that might be what it is. Damn, you're right. You're they right. Be, you know, they might be working because now Bethesda got the stuff. Xbox power with them. Mm-hmm. Which reminds me, you know, it reminds me of what Kelly said. When you are, have the power of Xbox behind your studio, what can happen next, you know? Oh, yeah. I remembered what I was going to say about the Series oh, S. Oh, tell us, tell us. Oh, cool. It's more available. Yeah. They have oh, more the of them. So, actually, it's at a lower price point. Plus, you can actually get one. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I should probably just get one. Because whenever I was trying to pre-order the X, I could have gotten an S still, and I was like, well, that's not what I want. Yeah. But I could have a pre-ordered S right now. I just wanted the better one. But like I said, I I even think I saw them on Microsoft. Like, there was pre-orders available, and I just haven't committed to it, but they're more available than the X. Which is, so that's something mm-hmm. else. Like, you'll be able to get one. Which is You'll really, be in next-gen for 300 bucks. Exactly! That's, that's definitely... I, I'm so happy you brought that up, because that is... You know, that is something that you can't do over a PlayStation side. And I, I swear this is on purpose. Like, they have... I, I, I really feel like they limited the amount of the disc version of the PS5... I'm sorry, sorry, the digital version of the PS5 on purpose. Because, essentially, it's a loss of money. Like, no matter how you look at it, for those systems to be almost identical and um, one to be $100 less just to try to compete with Xbox. Um, I think that's why they're so not available. So I think it's really cool that Xbox is making the digital version so available for people yeah. to jump in because that's just going to be it's going to sell itself. I, You know, if I wasn't getting a Series X, I would totally buy an S. But I'm a graphics whore. That's literally the only reason. Is I mean, I play the shittiest sword. games ever, so I'm not... I didn't have to <laughs> <Yeah. about> graphics. 
<laughs> I play games from like 2014. I don't care. I, I love that you do that. See, that's why you're on here because I, I can't do that. <laughs> like, I try and I just, I can't get it done. Um, I'm pretty much, uh, the only other thing I want to say is that the Final Fantasy 16 information dropped today and I'm super excited. Ooh. That's why I'm a Moogle. Uh, yes. Kelly, have you ever played a Final Fantasy game? No. Gabe, have you ever played a Final Fantasy game? Aside from Final Fantasy 7, which you're playing right now. Um, actually, yeah, I have, actually. Oh, surprise. <laughs> um, I played, like, the first five minutes of Final Fantasy 1 for wow. the Game Boy. Um, okay. I also played, <laughs> not Dunjarel, I played, uh, Final Fantasy 14. Oh, really? I don't know yeah, why don't you're know, making yeah, that okay. face. I, no, 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 I, 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 I love Final Fantasy 14. 14. Literally, this Moogle, this Moogle ha- is literally from Final Fantasy 14. I am a huge 14 fan. All right, I want more reaction when I say I played, like, Brandon's the only well, one I gave you something. I, you, last time I tried to react, you were like, I'm not done, Drow. And I was like, okay, well, I'll let him finish. And here you are, still interrupting me. I'm not done. Oh, my God. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> um, yeah, I played 14 because I actually had, uh, my brother used to play it. And, like, my brother's not a very gamey guy, but, like, he would just wake up, breakfast, brush his teeth. Do his morning hygiene stuff and start playing. Cause that game's and then, fun. Yeah, but like, no, 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 but like, Jarrell, I mean, I've never seen a game pull someone in as much as it did to him. Like, when Breath of the Wild came out, I played that game like 10 hours straight. For a day. My brother played Final, C- Final Fantasy 14 10 hours straight for like three months. It's an MMO, you lose yourself in it, bro. It, it was amazing. Um, I played that one. I've also played, uh, my personal favorite, and I'm probably gonna get some hate from this. My personal favorite, um, fi- uh, World of Final Fantasy. Oh my! Oh, I've heard good things about that. That game looks adorable. Game I haven't touched so it myself cute. yet. But... I love it! It's free on Game Pass, I believe. I think. I don't know. But it's, it's so a, cute. It was on sale for the Switch, um, I think like last week or something. It's I almost cute. got it again, but I still have it for the PS4. Oh yeah, but that God. game. So much fun. Don't understand what's happening in it, but... Yeah, like, you have to have played other Final Fantasies to understand, like... It's one of of those, yeah, yeah, crossover Final Fantasy games. It's literally just, like, uh, how many Final Fantasy characters can we throw into one thing, and how many, (laughs) you know, uh, uh, Easter eggs can we put in one game? That's what it felt like. It's literally, like, like, Final Fantasy meets Pokemon meets Chibi Adorableness. Like, it is the cutest shit ever. Um, So you're playing FF7 Remake now, right? Yeah. Kelly, can I get you to play a Final Fantasy game? Um. He'll buy it for you. I will. I will, will. I will literally he send will. you a copy of a Final Fantasy game. You just game. gotta choose which one you if want. You, There's like several of them on commit, PC, too. If you can commit to doing this for the podcast, I will send you a Final Fantasy game. Okay, sure. Yeah. The, the needle <laughs> in her head went from swaying to just, okay, he's buying it. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I, I live by one motto. If it's free, it's for me. I like, that's that. literally I how that's I live really my good. life. That's if really it's, good. If you invite me to something, you say there's free food, I'm like, I'll be there. Actually. If it's a funeral, I'll go. Like, oh it don't matter. <laughs> do you have a game pass, Kelly? No. Alright, so here's what we're gonna do. I think you should play Final Fantasy 15, but I'm gonna get you like a month or two of Game Pass, and then you gotta just play through it. Okay. Can we do that? Oh, cool. Sure. Oh, cool. On the podcast, and, and now now you're gonna have to update us every week on your podcast. Um, on, on your playthrough. How, 
how long do I need to play to get done with it? Uh, she's like, already, like, how long is this gonna take me? Oh my god, I want to be done already. I have no Cause... idea. You can take your okay. time. I just want to okay. hear how it's going. Gabe, I'm gonna end the podcast, but really quick, um, how how are you liking Final Fantasy Seven, The remake. Damn, man, that's a good-ass game. Like, yes, I did! Like, <laughs> I've only got because I'm I'm recording for for the site. I'm recording for HP Critical, and um, we're gonna release a YouTube series on it. But like, I've, so I'm, I've only gotten past the first like actual boss, which was that scorpion thing yes, in the sir. reactor, which mind you was kicking my ass, and I almost died on the first go. I did I, when that when the first boss gives me a hard time, I know I'm gonna enjoy the game, and there goes my Dark Souls in me talking again yes. but that's how that's how, usually how i judge a game um but yeah like everything like literally everything from the graphics to i'm a big music guy so of course i'm gonna oh judge my the God, music, the music is so good. um oh, you're gonna see in the video um the the game's gonna start and at some point you're just like i usually lean back in my chair but at some point you're gonna see me lean forward to listen to the music because it's, it's lower down on my screen so my mic doesn't catch it but like it's and so i'll start good. smiling randomly and it's like nothing oh, yeah, like it, the there's still a black screen with the blue letters of like the the developers and all that and I'm smiling and like the hell is he smiling at and it's because I hear the music like to me Final Fantasy has always had some of the best music in the world yeah, and definitely. to finally play a game that everyone talks about and get have to you, enjoy Wait, music. have you ever played the original? Um funny story about that actually when You have a second you have 15 seconds to tell me about it. Alright, so in the beginning of the year when they first announced Final Fantasy VII, the remake, I was like, oh, cool. Then they said that there's going to be, like, an HD version available on the PSN, but it wasn't, like, the remake. It was the weird polygon graphics that, yeah. one. Yeah. I downloaded that, played it for two seconds, and I was like, this remake sucks ass. <laughs> I played it again. Oh, no! You said the remake sucks <laughs> oh, I thought that no. was the remake. <laughs> Thank I you for telling that story succinctly. That was really good. You talk really fast. Um, yeah, I can talk fast when I want to. I just don't choose. Kelly, to do you have access to a PS4? Me? Yeah. All right. You, I'm gonna get you Final Fantasy VII instead. Okay. Instead? okay. Yep. yep. Now you and Gabe can play through and give us updates. I'm gonna literally send it to your house right now. Okay. And with that, thank you guys. Sorry. Just want to talk really quick about the 16 since you did bring it up. Oh um, God, yeah, yes. so I did dive onto Sorry, that website yes. and looked at the and looked at the lore. Oh man, they have so much lore already. Like this game is not coming out for literally more than half a year, and they already have so much information. And yeah, I'm just excited. Just like all the lore that they put in the, with the three characters they've introduced, and the like the seven kingdoms that are out there, how they treat like the people that have powers. Like Gabe, you'll appreciate this. The char- there's like characters in 16 that are called dominions that like bear like the summons within their body. They're literally the Jinchuriki. Some people praise them, no and some people means. revile them. And it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out in the story. Is that from Naruto like, or something? Yeah, yeah Jinchurikis Naruto. are oh, okay. Naruto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't know. Naruto's Jinchuriki. But yeah, that's all I have to say. It's going to be cool. I want to Oh, yeah, I'm not going to say them anymore. Read it, for sure, because there's a lot of cool information. No, That's yeah. just a general idea. I'm super excited to read it. But I will say that Naoki Yoshida is the uh, producer, I believe, for that title. And he mm-hmm. is the um, he's the director of uh, Final Fantasy XIV, which is literally one of my favorite Final Fantasy stories. Um, so I'm super duper excited to um, dive into that. I, I've said on the previous podcast I was not excited for sixteen, but I'm a huge lore person. I will play an ugly game or like an old game if it has some 
some really great lore and I haven't read it yet, but I'm super excited because I know that they're going to have some like crazy nonsense and hopefully, you know, we going forward, I can get all of you to play 16 when it comes out. If I just get you all PS5s. So now I just got to buy you all PS5s. You don't have that to convince work. me. I'll, I'm, I'm 16. You guys heard it here first. He's going to buy us the PS5. No, 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 no. I said <laughs> I, I, I have to wait. It's too late. It's too late. I should not say I'm buying PS5. It's too late. Nah. And the director is Hiroshi Takai. Um, and um, yeah, there's a lot of things that I will say on the next podcast about uh, FF16 when I actually read through it and have more to say. Um, the last thing I will say is Halloween. Are we having any Halloween specials? Any Halloween streams? Anything you guys want to throw out there before we end? Oh, yes. Uh, you want me to go first or? Yeah, sure. Yeah, so for HP Critical, I'm doing like a lot of stuff on Halloween Day itself. Um, so in early in the afternoon, I have the tentative start day as uh, 3 p.m. right now, but it may be earlier depending on like certain things that happen. Uh, I'm going to be doing, they're doing the Splatoon 2 Halloween Splatfest. So I'm definitely going to be playing that for a little bit, just going through that. Um, th- these next two are maybes, but I'm going to try to do the Super Mario Bros. 35 Halloween event they got going on for like half an hour. And then Scarescraper, Luigi's Mansion 3 for like randoms. The last thing for sure, though, is at 7 p.m.-ish on uh, Halloween night, is I'm going to be doing an Animal Crossing New Horizons stream with like guests. I got like two down already. Uh, we're just going to just hang out and just see all the different trick-or-treating things that you can do in Animal Crossing during that night. It should be a lot of fun. That's going to be at 7 p.m. on Saturday night. And again, the Splatoon thing is going to be 2 p.m. or 3 p.m. Follow our social media for, for confirmation on that one. Kelly, are you are you doing anything before or around Halloween? Um, tomorrow night I'll be playing Phasmophobia. I actually found like a group of people. I don't know, it might fall through, but I found like this group of people that wanted to play Phasmophobia together, like a bunch of streamers. So that would be happening tomorrow. I'd like to finish Outlast. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I'm like beating the doctor and I'm just like even watching gameplay of it because I watched a walkthrough so I can like wait like beat it because mm-hmm. I think I'm close to the end I don't know like I can't tell and I don't want any spoilers so I don't want to look it up but I'm trying like to like finish the game because I just want to say like I beat you Outlast. Beat it? yeah like, yeah <laughs> I know that but, so I'm like trying but I just I don't know every time I turn it on I just sit in the start menu for like 20 minutes just like I can do this I can do this and then I grab a beer because I can't do it without <laughs> being drunk. It's it's so insanely scary and yeah, hard to play. Really I'm just like scary. drinking alcohol like, okay, now I can play. <laughs> <laughs> but that's literally all I got. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna do a Halloween stream or not. I did I you know, did all my costumes already. So Yeah, they've been amazing. Thank you for like, <laughs> you know, thank you all for addressing up today. Thank you for the idea, Kelly. Thank you guys for looking awesome oh, for yeah. the stream. I can't wait until this goes up on YouTube. Um that yeah, is yes, twitch.tv slash hpcritical and twitch.tv slash Khaleesi. They will both be um uh uh in the article for this podcast. Gabe, are you are you uploading anything for um Halloween? Most likely not actually I might upload something to my YouTube, which is Fail Guru, all lowercase, no space. I don't know what it is yet. I'm going to find some. I'm probably going to go through uh, Warzone again and scare the shit out of myself. <laughs> probably with my cousin this time. Who knows? Are we not but I do have something else to say. It's not really Halloween related, but since I'm wearing it, as you can see, my costume is Napoleon Dynamite, and it says, vote for Pedro. Ignore the vote for part of, no, ignore the for Pedro <laughs> part. Look at the top. You have until November 3rd. That is when, if you are eligible, 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 eligible. to vote, we would, you know, it'd be good if you did. 
exercise uh, your right to vote. And, uh, if yeah. you're vo- and, if you're vo- and if you're voting it, you should uh, either do, do it in person or if you do have the mail-in, uh, bring your mail-in ballot directly to your place because yeah. it is now too late to yes. mail it in if mm-hmm. you haven't done that already. So do not send it through the mail because they will not get it in time. Literally take your mail-in and deliver it there if that's what you did or just go in person. Either is fine. Yes. Just make yourself, just Look at you and wear a mask. Being so and wear a mask. Conscious. I love you all. This is but the love of God. Mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah don't, like, don't, don't, don't be like me. <laughs> yes, uh, and for, and and anyone who does listen to this podcast, don't skip through the ads because we have an ad that I recorded myself that's all about voting. So definitely check that out as well. Okay, okay. Um, and with that, happy Halloween, guys. Happy Halloween. Gosh, happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we will talk to you all later. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs>